He's a native Texan, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is The Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on a uh, lovely March 1st, which, uh, by the way, those of you uh, in my age group, you know, I'm 64, so any of you guys out there between 60 and 70 um, who uh, uh, will might understand uh, how important March 1st is for some of us old, um, you know, I'm not going to say hippies because I really wasn't, um, but... Um, Today, 50 years ago today, was the release of Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. And no, I'm not going to bring you any cuts from it. I thought about it, and then I'm thinking, nah, most of my listeners already think I'm pretty strange anyway. If I start playing a bunch of Dark Side of the Moon, Pink Floyd stuff, it's like, ah, that'll be the end of it. So, no Pink Floyd today, but, uh, you know, I may, uh, I may sit and listen to it tonight. And uh, just, you know, it's a, it was a historical piece of music, and I still love it to this day. So, welcome to March 1st. You all can all have a laugh on me on that one. we got a lot of things for your calendar. Listen, I am amped today. We, I, man, I woke up this morning, read the news. Oh, boy. And I, I'm telling you, we're going to have to, it's a good thing we have Jonathan Sines on here, as we do every Tuesday, because at this point in time, if, uh, if I had the full hour just to start right now, um, I'd be in trouble before 10 o'clock. So uh, let's get to, first of all, let's get to your, um, the, uh, the calendar, because there's some awesome things happening if you didn't know, the Texas legislature's meeting right now. <clears throat> yeah, they're uh, they're meeting. Um, well, sort of, kind of. They took another five day vacation, but anyway, that's part of why I'm kind of amped up this morning. But so we've got some great events tonight, 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 tonight in Kerrville at the Acapulco Mexican Restaurant Liberty in Actions Meetup. <clears throat> it's going to be at six o'clock tonight. Their focus groups will be there. I understand they're going to have some candidates there, candidates for uh, school board, candidates for um, city council. And so this would be a good night to go maybe meet some of your uh, conservative candidates. I don't know if they're going to have any of the wishy-washy candidates there, but uh, uh, I do know that some of the really good candidates are going to be there tonight. That's at 6 o'clock at the Acapulco Mexican Restaurant. Um, the ninth day of, of, uh, March. So a week from tomorrow, the Fredericksburg Tea Party is going to be having its regular meeting, monthly meeting. And we're looking forward to that. It's going to be all about the World Economic uh, Forum. And, um, and so this is, uh, I'll bring you more details on that and try to get an interview or, or, or get Teresa on the air before then to give you a little bit of a heads up as to what this meeting is going to be all about. That's Thursday. On uh, Tuesday, the uh, on wait a minute, hold on, hold on. Monday, I got some. All right, I'm having some weird dates here. I'm looking at some weird dates, so I'm not sure what's going on here. Um, Oh, I know, because I wrote it down seventh. I wrote it down wrong. Uh, Before the ninth, 
Um, on Tuesday, March 7th, that is a week from yesterday, we will, there is a Texas, uh, it's uh, Texas Education 911 organization. Now, they have been, they have had several presentations here in the Hill Country. Uh, Texas ED 911, go check out Texas ED 911. These are guys who are fighting for parental freedom, who are fighting against the sexualization of your children. These guys are hardcore in the battle. Um, they're going to have a full day up at the Capitol next Tuesday. Now, guess what? That's my regular day for going up to the Capitol. So I'm going to be there. They're going to be meeting all day and uh, starting at 10 o'clock. So I'll have to go in a little bit late. But uh, they're, uh, all the details, you'll be able to find those in your um, Fredericksburg Tea Party newsletter. Um, and um, I will, uh, the best place to get information on this is TexasED911.com. Check it out. I'll get you more details on that. Hopefully have one of those people um, uh, going and uh, getting on the air before next Monday to see if we can talk about that next Tuesday. Um, also, um, this is a, what an original idea. These guys are... Um, have set up buses from the uh, from North Texas. So up in the Metroplex, um, there is the opportunity to go um, uh, ride a bus to that. But see, y'all don't live in the Metroplex. Y'all live here right here in the Hill Country. And so you don't have to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to get to the Capitol on a normal situation. All right? You live an hour and a half away from the capital. I know I talked to someone yesterday uh, who lives in the southern part of Kerr County. She says it takes her two and a half hours to get to the capital. And my reply was, yeah, I used to have a truck like that. Um, and so, um, but what I'm saying is these people are taking advantage of that bus ride. We, the Fredericksburg Tea Party, is also going to be offering a bus ride, not on Texas ED 911 day, but on Monday, the 13th of March, um, is the uh, Texas Faith and Family Day. And uh, if you live in the Hill Country, you can take the bus. We will pick you up in Kerrville. And uh, we have a stop in Fredericksburg. And then there will be a stop in Dripping Springs. Hey, call your friends in Dripping Springs. Encourage them to uh, sign up for this bus ride and day at the Capitol. If you have any friends in Dripping Springs, encourage us. Because the last time I looked, we didn't, I think we might have had one person who has asked for a pickup in Dripping Springs. So it may be, in fact, it may not even be none. I'm, I'm not too sure. But last time I looked, I don't think there was any Dripping Springs uh, people signed up. So um, if none of them signed up, we're going to fly right by Dripping Springs and we'll be at the Capitol a little bit early. But if you have friends in Dripping Springs, what an opportunity. And you can say, hey, I'll be on the bus. Hop on the bus. I'll save you a seat. We'll spend the day at the Capitol. It'll be fun. Man, I haven't seen you in ages. Uh, let's visit. We'll have that ride. We'll have an hour in from Dripping Springs and the hour back home. And uh, so call your friends and your family in Dripping Springs. Tell them to get on the bus in Dripping Springs. They can sign up at fredericksburgteaparty.org. Get your ticket. Oh, by the way, the bus ride for uh, the capital that is going from the Dallas area, the Metroplex, the other one I was talking about, um, they're charging $50. Your cost to ride this bus, including lunch and your pass to the event, is $25. Um, 
I spoke with uh, a good friend of mine in Williamson County yesterday, and she said, $25? How? That's cheap. Have you filled the bus? And I went, no. And she goes, I can't believe that. $25? That includes lunch, going up to the Capitol, and, and the bus isn't full yet? And I said, no, it's not. She's, well, how, you're not even covering the cost of that bus. Are, are you covering the cost? That was her question. I said, huh? No, three-fifths of the cost is being carried by the Fredericksburg Tea Party due to our awesome fundraisers and our donors, and thank you to the donors who make this possible. Now, those of you who are like me who cannot make, you know, three, uh, four-figure donations to the Fredericksburg Tea Party, and I'm not not apologizing, but uh, I'm not a four-figure donor. Um, you know, that's like $1,000 or more. I'm barely a three-figure donor, and so I'm very grateful to those guys who can donate the money that can help us cover the cost of these buses so we can go up there. So, yeah, the, my friend Rhonda in Williamson County, yeah, I don't understand why the bus isn't full either. And, yes, $25, good Lord, including lunch all day. You don't have to drive, no gas. You don't have to worry about parking. And, by the way, the last two Tuesdays at the Capitol, parking has been rough. Um, You had to get there essentially before 9 o'clock to really be guaranteed, I would even say before 8.30 to be guaranteed a parking place in the Capitol parking lot. Tuesday the 13th, or Monday the 13th, is going to be a busy day at the Capitol. If you have to drive up there, you're going to be running around looking for a parking place, having to pay for the parking. That's at least $7, the minimum. Um, If you don't get into the visitor's parking lot, you're looking at $18 to $20 to park for the day, maybe more, I think. the. uh, um, And so here's my point. And lunch, all right, I just... um, yeah, all of that for $25 for a day with Christians and um, and up at the Capitol for fighting for the things you believe in, standing for you. If you don't go, they're fighting for you. In other words, if you don't go, who's going to carry your sword? Somebody else has to carry your sword. I mean, that's what it is. So let's fill that bus. Let's get that bus full. All right, let's let's fill that bus and show me and show your representatives, show Andy Murr and and Ellen Troxclair, show them that you do believe in faith and family and that you're going to be up there that day supporting faith and family issues of faith and family that you want your representative to stand for and fight for. If you don't show you're, yeah, don't even get me started. Tara, Tara Pesh the other night said it perfectly well. She said, we're being accused of being the minority. We're the minority. And you look around that room, there were over 200 people there on uh, uh, Monday night for Moms for Liberty. And, and Tara says, we're not the minority, but we act like the minority. We behave like the minority. We curl up in the corner and and, and hope that nobody hits us. Maybe they won't see me over here in the corner. And that's why we are in where we are right now. Oh, man, I can't believe this. I opened up poor Richard's um, 
<laughs> I opened up Poor Richard's Almanac, and my eyes fell upon some words of wisdom from Ben Franklin that I, I, I like this one. The same man cannot be both friend and flatterer. The same man cannot, cannot be both friend and flatterer. In other words, this if if yeah, y'all figure that one out. We're gonna we're gonna take a short break. When we get back, I just got a text from uh, Mr. Science not able to join us. So woohoo! I get lots more time to go off on a rant today. Y'all stay tuned. Buckle down. Call your Republican friends. You know the ones that don't want to listen to me. Call them up and say, yeah, today they're gonna be talking about you. So. You might want to listen that way if you want to sue me or whatever. Come attack me or send me nasty emails. Um, you can do that because, yeah, I'm not going to be very nice to Republicans today. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. 100% text on He's 100% Texan. Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. Text on the Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back. You're listening to your information station, the Hill Country Patriot, FM 104.3, 102.1. If you're riding around in your truck in the Hill Country, that's where you are on your FM dial. I do know friends who live in the country and who or live here in the Hill Country who say that um, even though they can pick it up on the radio, they just get their, they have, it's, I don't know how they've done this, but uh, someone I talked to last night at the uh, Kyle Biederman Appreciation event um, said they had uh, their uh, phones scheduled to come on and play my program every day at 9 o'clock. So thank you for that. I, 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 wish, you know, I wish I knew how you did that, but uh, I guess my phone is just not as smart as yours. Um, so... Buckle up, Republicans. If you haven't figured this out, I, I am not happy with the Republican Party of Texas. Does that mean I'm going to vote, vote for Beto? No, it doesn't. It doesn't mean I'm going to vote for Democrats, which I've been accused of the last four or five years because I didn't just stand up and get in line and support all of our uh, people with the R's by their name. That must mean I'm for, uh, for Beto. In fact, um, and I'm going to repeat this quite often uh, over the next few years. Um, when uh, the uh, a number of conservatives in Gillespie County were supporting someone other than Greg Abbott during the primary, during the primary, I, I'm going to say that again in case someone missed it, during the primary, all right, we, I have it, it's in writing, it's in writing that since we were not endorsing Greg Abbott, that meant we were endorsing we were endorsing Beto. That's what the letter says. By not getting behind Greg Abbott, we are endorsing Beto. This was during the primary. This was not during the general election. All right? That's your that's your Gillespie County Republican Party. Um, home of all the Gillespie County Republicans. Go check it out. GillespieCountyGOP.org. Um, on there, on their homepage, right at the top, got the beautiful flag. That's what you're supposed to do. And then the very first thing at the top, it says, freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same. Or one day, 
We will spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it was once like in the United States where men were free. Most of you know that was Ronald Reagan. He says this has to be fought for. We've got Republicans locally here in the Hill Country, not just Mo and Paul and some of these other guys in the Hill Country, but they do not like these freedom-loving patriots standing up and giving trouble to the incumbents. They cannot stand it. In fact, I have a recording of Mo in a recent meeting where, and yeah, I, I have a recording of this, um, in a recent uh, uh, Gillespie County Republican gathering where Mo says the, the Gillespie County Republicans don't want activists. They don't want people who are going to fight and defend our freedom. And yet on the top of their page right there, it must be fought for, protected. So I got an idea for you, Gillespie County Republicans. Either take that Ronald Reagan quote off of there and, and be true to who you are as Gillespie County Republicans and put on there, we are the Gillespie County Republicans who don't want to fight anybody. We don't want to, me we don't want to mess with anybody. We do not want activism. We don't want activists. The Republican women were very unhappy that there were some conservatives and some women taking on the, the schools and the pornography. They didn't want those waves. They don't want you embarrassing the county. Now we have, and why am I going off on the county? Because this disease goes all the way up to the house. This is what got me all jacked up this morning was opening up the Texas scorecard, or who was it, the Texan, I don't even know, it doesn't matter. Wokening up and um, realizing that Dade Phelan has once again put out his list of priorities. Now, Dade Phelan, just to remind you out there, is the Speaker of the Texas House. He, is, he has an R by his name. He is uh, in the uh, Republican caucus, as all Republicans are, in the Texas House. In a state that is, is overwhelmingly Republican, well, it's not overwhelming anymore, is it? We're turning purple. The Republican Party of Texas is letting you and I down. And I go back to must be fought for, protect, and protected. There is no fighting for our rights going on by the Republican Party in Texas. A very small handful of them. Jill Glover's doing her best, all right, to, to work on these priorities. And 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 yet that we got Republicans we got Republicans across the state that don't do not want Jill Glover doing this. They don't want her fighting for the priorities. They want everything to go nice and smooth up in the House. And you know what that means? That means you vote for whoever told you vote for. You vote for the uh, Strauss descendants. That would be uh, Strauss, then Bonin, and now Dade Phelan, who is nothing but a Democrat. He is a, I, I, I don't know what to say. Did you see what his, you know, last week he came out with his first four priorities, and among them were um Oh, 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 yeah, the Republican Party priorities that we all got together in the, 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 the convention last year and spent a week of our lives in Houston. God almighty of all the places to spend a week of your life in, in the summer is to go to Houston. All of you who went and spent the week down there and busted your butts 
just to come home and find out that Dade Phelan, the Speaker of the House, he doesn't give a damn about the, the priorities of the Republican Party. He does not care. In fact, not only that, he's going against the priorities of the Republican Party. Dade Phelan says that he's all in for this corporate welfare. And he says, whether you call it or 313 or something else, all right, the government is <laughs> corporate welfare. But did you know both the Democrats and the Republican Party actually are against that in their platforms? Both parties. And I wake up this morning, and uh, here we go. Dade Phelan, once again, wants to uh, revive the program, saying the new version... Remember that it, it's that's because social, you know, we we tried socialism in all these countries, but it didn't work because we didn't do it in we 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 didn't do it right. Remember, have you heard that one before? All right, so let's get back to Dade feeling because those three thirteens we're going to do it right this time. We're going to give money to companies like Amazon and 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 Apple and and windmill companies who, by golly, how did the windmills do in February two years ago? But Dade Phelan wants to make sure you get more of your money. In fact, here's what they're going to tell you, and here's what your rhinos are going to tell you. Because, see, it, it comes out of your school taxes. See, and so um, they're going to. here's what they're going to say. But it doesn't increase your taxes locally. Really? It doesn't. So we're going to collect. Oh, yeah, it doesn't increase. No, you're not. It's going to come. The state's going to cover the cost. The money that your school district loses through these three thirteens, it's not. They're going to tell you it doesn't increase your local taxes. All right, don't worry about it, because Texas is the state is is going to. Folks, where do the, ooh, where does the state of Texas get its money from the taxpayers? So when they say this three thirteen, this uh, giving uh, companies a tax break in your local school. Um, uh, um, your your school costs. They're going to say, "Well, you don't have to worry about that because the state's going to cover what those three thirteens, folks. The state gets the money from you. It will. You are paying for this. You are paying for this. This is corporate welfare. This is the government picking winners and losers right here in Texas. Both the Democrats and the Republicans." are against this. How many of our representatives or senators do you think are going to stand up and talk about this out of the whatever what do we have in the house still we we're we're barely got a what I think a 14 seat advantage right now. All right, when we used to have a 2 to 1 advantage, I think we now have a 14 seat advantage in the house. If I'm wrong, I apologize. I'll give you that number, but it is somewhere in that ballpark. These guys are going to come along. They're going to go along. How many of those are going to stand up and say, well, I'll give you the short list. It's going to be the same people who didn't vote for Dade Phelan on day one. That list is about how many? Let's see. Oh, I don't even have to get my second hand out. It's only three people who fought against that. When it came time to take a five-day weekend, how many people stood up against that? Two. The first time. The second time, it was three. I took the vote again yesterday, and it was five. 
So you're going to get corporate welfare. You're going to get all these things that um, you didn't want that are not in the Republican Party. You're not going to get the priorities of the Republican Party. And then they're going to come around next spring, and the Republican Party is going to want you to make sure you vote in a primary. And and your local parties are all going to say, vote for the incumbent, because we can't. If, if it's not the incumbent, we'll have to work really hard. That's what it comes down to. Replacing incumbent takes work. And so if someone gets in in your local uh, party, your local area, they get in there, it's hard to replace them. Right, because your local party says, "Oh, I, I, it's too much work. To, it's easier now." They never say that out loud. They never say that out loud, but they will accept what is on the table because it takes less work than try to come up with someone and run someone and have a campaign and fight for someone who's going to stand for your values. Give you an example of that: when Kyle Biederman came along eight years ago. The local Republicans in the Hill in Gillespie County fought tooth and nail against their own conservative Republican. He won, but he didn't get a majority in Gillespie County because the Gillespie County Republicans didn't want him. The Gillespie County Republicans wanted a squishy, nice guy who go along, never makes waves, doesn't embarrass the hill country by standing for religion, for freedom, by standing for liberty. They didn't want him. And so they even put up their own guy to challenge him after his first session. All right? These are your local Republicans. They are not conservative in fact, we had this, uh, I'm going to end up this section, as long as I'm calling them out, going to go ahead and have fun with it. I'm, or I'm sure I'm in trouble already. I wish they'd have the cojones enough to call me and talk to me about it. One of them did. Paul called me last week. So um, last night at the appreciation event for Kyle Biederman, the Republican representative from Gillespie County, from the Hill Country, how many of the Republican Executive Committee was there? Hmm, county chair, didn't see him. Vice chair, didn't see him. Treasurer, didn't see him. The secretary, I'm going to have to be real straight up honest with you. I do not know this woman by sight. She could have been there. All right, she could have been there. So I'm not going to call out the secretary. But the county chair of the party, an appreciation for the Republican who represented them for six years in the Capitol, couldn't get off his butt to get down there, vice chair couldn't get there, the treasurer couldn't get there, where was precinct one chair? I didn't see him. Tell you who I did see. I see precinct eight, eight chairwoman was there. Charlotte was there. I'm looking at the rest of these precincts, and the ones whose names I know were not there. There's some names I don't know. About so let's see. There's uh, there's let's see. There's probably one, two. I think I would know precinct six on site. I don't think he was there, um, but there was one, two, three. There's four. Five, I would not know on site out of 13. Five. But if someone said, oh, yeah, that's Susan, I would go, oh, yeah, 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 I know her. 
None of those people were there. This is your Republican Party, Gillespie County. Kerr County doesn't look any better. They're all they they're sucking up to to their Andy Murr so hard their lips are turning blue. We're gonna stay tuned. Stay tuned, folks. I'll be right back. He doesn't just complain into a microphone. Blah 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 blah. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. And there's Ted bringing us in on a Wednesday. I guess I needed that. Um, We, um, (laughs) actually, you know, bang your head, I think, is uh, Quiet Riot. Isn't that Quiet Riot who did bang your head? That's what it feels like going to the Texas legislature and uh, trying to get Republican priorities passed. Bang your head. I, would, I lived in Colombia, South America, for three years, and um, always loved going to concerts. And so, um, but they didn't uh, Bogota, Colombia, in the middle of a drug war where bombs were going off on almost a daily basis. Um, there were not a lot of uh, good rock and roll bands that made it to uh, Bogota, Colombia. Quiet Riot did. I actually braved. People said, "Are you are you out of your mind? You're going to go down there to that concert?" And I said. Yeah, I'm going to go down to that concert. They said, uh, but so Quiet Riot played Bang Your Head. Before they, uh, they, they, that was like, I don't know, halfway in their show, they did Bang Their Head. But after every song, the whole audience, all they knew was Bang Your Head. So they'd be yelling, Bang Your Head, Bang Your Head, Bang Your Head. And uh, then Quiet Riot played Bang Your Head. And then after that, it was like, Bang Your Head, Bang Your Head. After every song, it was real funny. So yeah, I saw Quiet Riot. Um, bang their heads in Bogota, Colombia, somewhere. It must have been 89, 88, 89, 90, somewhere in there. Um, but, yeah, so bang your head. I think we need that to be uh, some theme music on this program. Here's how Republicans get treated when they stand up to the status quo. So last week, not this, not, you know, they got them another three-day weekend this week. But last weekend, they were voting on the three-day weekend, and some brave Republicans came forward, went to the back mic, which is where brave Republicans go. If you haven't made it to the back mic, you are a worthless Republican, all right? But make it to the back mic is where those, if you want to go and stand in the Texas House, you go to the back mic. So here was the vote. Here was the here they were about ready to vote on the five day weekend. I have eliminated some of the uh, empty spaces in there. If you were listening to this live, there were gaps in there where they were. You know, I, who knows what was going on? So I've eliminated the get these gaps. I want to show you how the Speaker of the House, Dade Phelan, whom whom um, whom uh, Dade Phelan, whom um was elected by um. Um, yeah, you're, you're, all your representatives here in the Hill Country. Ellen Troxclair voted for him. Um, the Honorable Andy Murr voted for him. All right, here's how, here's how the Speaker of the House treats people 
who stand up to him and say, we want to get to work. Let's see if I can. There we go. All right. Okay. I'm learning. I'm learning. All right. Hold on. I'm going to hit stop. We're going to go back. All right. Here we go. Going to have to get that one. Here we go. Let's try it again. The chair lays out the following resolution. The clerk will read the resolution. SCR 18 by Whitmire. The chair recognizes Mr. Goldman to explain the resolution. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Members, um, this is the resolution for this week that authorizes adjournment for more than three days. The res resolution authorizes the House or Senate to adjourn from this Wednesday until next Tuesday. I move adoption. Mr. General, for a purpose. Will the gentleman yield for two brief questions? All right. So here's the first here's the first thing that happens. Oh man, my thing, my cursor went all the way back. So here's the first thing that happened. He lays out the resolution. We're gonna play that again. When he's done that, um, when he's done that, um, then there is the um, opportunity for someone to go to the back mic. That's how it works. So I'm gonna play this again. I won't stop it this time. The chair lays out the following resolution. The clerk will read the resolution. See ya. SCR 18 by Whitmire. The chair recognizes Mr. Goldman to explain the resolution. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Members, um, this is the resolution for this week that authorizes adjournment for more than three days. The res resolution authorizes the House or Senate to adjourn from this Wednesday until next Tuesday. I move adoption. Mr. General, for a purpose. Will the gentleman yield for two brief questions? The gentleman yields for questions. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Thank you, Representative Goldman. Uh, are you aware of H.R. 24 from 1972? I'm guessing the answer is no. Are you going to speak for me, or do you want me to answer? I, I do. No. Thank you. It was also known as H.R. 1, 3, 4, and 6. Its intent was to suspend the Constitution to do the opposite, which was to take up and consider bills prior to the 60th day, and they passed continuously. We only went back to the 70th session. Could have gone back further. Are you aware that the practice ended after the 81st session? No. Mr. Tendall, please confine your remarks to the resolution laid before the House. I am. It has specific to do with this resolution, sir. We know there's seven more Republican priorities as well as individual members' priorities in their districts. We often is there a question, Mr. Tenderholt? There is. What's your question? Mr. Tenderholt, please confine your remarks to the resolution laid before the House. We often hear that things don't get done because is there we may not Is there a question, Mr. Tenderholt? There Mr. is. Mr. Tenderholt, please confine your remarks to the resolution before the House. Let me finish the question, both of you, please. Uh, I think that leaving early That's not a question. defeats the purpose. I'm going to ask you a question. I think that leaving early is not healthy when we could actually use this for the opposite. Would you agree with that? We could actually suspend the Constitution to take up stuff and consider before 60 days so that we don't tell people when we leave here that we ran out of time. And the disrespect that I'm getting right now is actually absurd. I've never seen it since I've been here in eight years. All right, I'm going to pause it there because this is very important. He says the disrespect he's gotten in the last couple of minutes, he's never seen that before. Folks, that is true. I have sat in that legislature, in, in, in the floor, up in the gallery, up in the peanut gallery. I have watched from TV at home, watched it on my computer at home. I've watched it on my cell phone, listened to it while I'm driving down the dadgum road, listening to the proceedings on the floor. Anytime anybody goes up to the back mic, they're allowed to speak. They're, they're, you don't have to ask a question. You don't... 
This is where you have the debate. This is what the debate's all about. So Tenderholt's up there just trying to get them to answer some questions. Just say, look, is this how, this is a debate. What did they do? Did you hear them the way they cut them off? All right, I'm going to slide this little cursor back. Uh, yeah, maybe I'm going to try it from right here. Let's see this. All right, here we go. Let's see what happens here. We could actually suspend the Constitution to take up stuff and consider before 60 days so that we don't tell people when we leave here that we ran out of time. And the disrespect that I'm getting right now is actually absurd. I've never seen it since I've been here in eight years. I'm asking Mr. a Hall, question. that is not the subject of SCR 18. The subject is, do you agree that we could use the Constitution suspension to bring up and consider bills prior to 60 days like it was done in the past versus leaving and going home early? Mr. Tenderholt, that, that is not the that subject of SCR 18. Mr. Speaker, parliamentary inquiry. Please say your inquiry. How the heck is that not a, part, a, a, a question concerning this SCR? I'm specifically stating that I think that doing this, I'm asking him if he agrees that we could do the opposite, and he's not answering the question. In the opinion of the chair, your remarks are not on the subject of SCR 18. They are dilatory. Please take your chair. Mr. Speaker, I'll respectfully note, vote no today, and I hope people are ready to get to work like I am and, and vote no on this. Mr. Goldman, move adoption of SCR 18. This record vote required by the Constitution. The clerk ring the bell. All members voting. There have been 146 ayes and two nays. SCR 18 is adopted. That is your Republican leadership in the Texas House. Complete 100% total disrespect to one of the bravest conservative <coughs> Republicans in the Texas House. <clears throat> I have to tell you that had um, there were two vote two nays, right? If if <clears throat> if the um, there had been ten people signed onto a card saying we're going to be we're going to fight this, <clears throat> it would have been taken a different course. I do not understand that function completely, but I was told about it. So. They were looking for what Tony Tenderholt, one of the websites calls him, uh, 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 what do they say about testosterone Tenderholt? He's got a lot of testosterone. That's what they, he's Max Testosterone Tenderholt or something nickname they have for him because he stands up to this slimy leadership in the Texas House who's got an R by his name because the R party won't do anything about it. You can't even get your local, you, you can't even get local precincts to just write a resolution that says, you know, Dade, act like an R, get the R things up. You, you can't even get them, you can't even get local uh, Republican parties to even do a simple resolution like that. This is how those who stand up are treated. This is how conservatives are treated. They got another three-day weekend. I don't have any audio from that. I'll be looking for that to see. There were five people that voted against it this time instead of the two that you heard in that one. Folks, we need to take a short break. I've missed a break. Y'all stay tuned. Protecting Texas for future generations. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot.
All right, we are back, and I didn't get any Dark Side of the Moon in my bumper music, but uh, there's a little Pink Floyd out there for my listeners in the know. Um, And uh, so um, freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. That's not how it works. It must be fought for. Well, who's going to fight for it? Who's going to fight for it? Democrats aren't going to fight for freedom. Oh, well, Mr. Long. Mr. Long, the Republicans, they fight for freedom. Not in Texas, they don't. They sure don't up in the Senate in Washington, D.C., do they? John Cornyn fighting for freedom up there. Is the, is the minority uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, McConnell the turtle. Is he the is he the Senate uh, minority thing? Is he fighting for your freedom? Or are Car- Cornyn and McConnell working to to uh, kill your Second Amendment rights? That's what they're doing. What about here in Texas? Remember, Texas are leaders, right? We're the leaders. The way Texas goes, the country goes. Folks, stop blowing that nonsense out your pie hole because we are not leaders. Texas is not a leader. In fact, Texas is going the way the country's going. And I'm going to absolutely 100%, absolutely 100% blame it on the Republican Party. Y'all stay tuned. I hope I'm back here tomorrow. Lorraine is coming up here in a few seconds. <laughs> 